0: I don't like the <laughs> joke. Stop. That's my new accent. We I have to do it. it. I hate it so much. I don't like, like it. it. Get out of here. Episode 30. Yeah. Mm, yeah, technically.
1: Mm. Well, <laughs> what do you mean technically?
0: Because uh, every time I upload them, I have to count how many it is with the extra episodes. Oh. And so technically it's like 48.
1: Oh, because we've had like some double episodes and the Rupee episodes. Precisely. Yeah, this is our thirtieth topic.
0: Are you sure? I think it's twenty nine. Nope. No. Oh yeah, because I forgot to save one of my notes. <gasps> Which one? Um, no idea, because I didn't save it. Well, it was between Sirens and Fred and Rosemary West.
1: Oh, uh, was that the one that you fucked up?
0: No, that was Charles Sobrash. That was after. Yeah. No, I don't fucking know.
1: Well, welcome to our Spooky Podcast! (laughs) (laughs) I have all of mine saved in order, so...
0: I have all of mine saved in order except the one I forgot.
1: Well, then you should have a jump that says episode whatever to episode whatever. No,
0: because I just saved it as the number after that and forgot about it.
1: Okay, well... I have them saved in order of numbers, mm. so, mm. oh, you mm. do, mm. okay. Mm. <laughs> yes. That must be nice. It is nice, mm. because I've got all of them in a nice little area, and it says all the numbers that I need to see. Oh, she's somebody! <laughs> I'm so organized.
0: I feel, like, really loud. Well, then turn yeah. us both down. I'm just going to turn everything down. Ooh. I can't hear us at all. There we go. Silence. That's better that's better yeah is that's it? better Oops. yes We'll um,
1: probably be called out for being too loud or something like that hey right. <laughs>
0: listen i have something to say my name is jasmine masters and i, and have, I have something to say. to say oh i have rupaul's drag race done fucked up drag <laughs> i still haven't seen that infamous video she has so many and yeah. none of them are good
1: well yeah and that's what everyone somehow thought she was funny just because of her facial reactions. And all of a sudden she's like, oh, I do comedy. I just don't write anything down. I was like,
0: bitch. <laughs> you just are
1: obnoxious. Yeah. And that's what people like on YouTube. And same thing with Trixie.
0: <laughs> no. No, she, I mean, she's funny, but. Trixie I meant like hella funny. Jasmine Masters just says, you don't taste that? Stupid. No, I meant.
1: Get off me. What's that?
0: Um, what?
1: No. Where's Carter. Over there. It's a ghost. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. No, I meant like when she played RuPaul in the... Uh... It's it's not one
0: bad decision and she fucked everything up? She did. Fuck her drag. Yeah, seriously. Chancellor should have won. Shut your
1: damn. <laughs> Chancellor okay. was robbed of the opportunity now. to stand up to Trixie. Mm-mm. Oh, no. No, she didn't. <laughs> have you ever seen the show... Um, Insatiable, no. Oh, it's on Netflix. It's actually really funny. What I is think you'd about? like it. Um, beauty pageants. <laughs> it's a comedy. I think. I don't know. It, mm-hmm.
0: it it's funny to me. <laughs> um, how close is it to Pose? Because I'm not a great big Pose fan. Pose is not funny. It's supposed to be a little funny sometimes. Well, it's definitely more funny than that. Okay. I suppose it was very heavy. Is it funnier than, uh, Paris is Burning? No. What?
1: No, it's not anything like Paris is Burning. What is it again? <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. What have you been talking about? Nothing. Never mind. I blacked out. If any of our listeners watch Insatiable, you should message me and tell me if it's good and if I should keep watching.
0: I've been watching a show, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a French show called Marianne. Is it in French? Yes. Oh my god. And Thomas has watched four episodes and he's itching for more. Why? Because it's good. Does he understand French? No. <laughs> Do I understand French? Mostly?
1: Mildly. <laughs> okay, so- somewhat. <laughs> Fine. I'll concede.
0: Um, Yeah. So I started a new job today. Yeah. you ask me about that? Don't you care about my I life? I already
1: asked you about it, but let me go ahead and ask you again on this podcast so that we have record of me asking you about it. How's your new job going? Oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> was uh, it? Yeah. How um, long were you there today? Five hours? <gasps> five hours of work. That's more than I worked today. Ever. <laughs> Not really.
0: <laughs> but now I have to go in for the next couple days from eleven to eight o'clock.
1: Oh my gosh. So you got Quick, quickly broken in.
0: Yep. They got nine-hour shifts.
1: Woo!
0: <laughs> but I get free samples. Oh, yeah. And you get money. Yeah. She gets money. Honey, that's the main point. That is
1: that is the that's reason why we're doing this. The reason
0: for the season. <laughs> yeah, money. It's going to be so nice to have a paycheck
1: again. Yeah. And this is a good time to do it, I guess, maybe because people are buying makeup and stuff for Christmas? People
0: buying everything. Uh, they're like, yeah, just buying throw it everything. in the bag. I'll take everything.
1: Yeah, I need it. I have a wife.
0: What does she wear? Lipstick. They, I want fifteen. I, want, I
1: need it all. I don't know.
0: I don't care what color. She's a whore. <laughs> Give me red. That's a I
1: need one for her and also seven for my mistresses. How many mistresses do you have? One. It's Memorial City. <laughs> <laughs> so there could be have, multitudes. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. There could be lots of prostitutes, lots of
0: uh Well R we, we can't call them
1: prostitutes. We call them what do oh, we call them now? Uh, sex workers' sex workers. There we go. Yes. Love a sex worker. Gotta always always a. Uh, is Thomas a sex worker? Because,
0: honey, what you see <laughs> is not <that> the truth.
1: <laughs> see me with them hands.
0: <laughs> He's a sex worker that doesn't get paid. Pretty shit deal so, for him. He just has sex. <laughs> <laughs> not my fault.
1: And you stay in his house.
0: <laughs> Sounds good to me. Am this, I the
1: sex worker? This, oh, <laughs> but yeah, I guess so. No. No? No. Well, well,
0: (laughs) no. I don't want to get paid. (laughs) I'll just have sex. (laughs) It won't make it real. What? Sex? Yeah. Have you ever been paid for sex? Have I ever been paid? Have you ever had sex?
1: sex. That's what I meant to say. Either. Questionable. (laughs) (laughs) Let's ask the audience. Sex. Has any sex. Survey says no. (laughs) Has any sex I've ever had been worth being paid for? Mm, no, <laughs> I'm not thinking so. I mean, because <laughs> no
0: one has ever come back for more. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that you've had it. The one. Me I too. I, the uh, yeah. It sounds like a deflated balloon. Me? Just this whole conversation. Oh yeah. 100%.
1: <laughs> you poor thing. Well, I can't help it. Men are trash and also me.
0: (laughs) I think it's so funny that all these memes and TikToks are like, Hold on, guys. I'm going to say a curse word. Or No, I'm going to put in my retainer and say the word trash. It sounds so weird. Click. Men. I
1: haven't seen. Once again, you are quoting TikToks that I have not seen because I am not. I just explained it to you.
0: Okay, I got it. It's hilarious. (laughs) But also I'm like... (laughs) I'm not trash. You can't talk about me like that. But then I'm like, are you really that big of a man?
1: But also, are you not trash? You have heels
0: and you wear makeup sometimes. <laughs>
1: are you really a man? What is this? <laughs> honey, honey, what is this? What are you
0: doing? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You ready to about, talk about some spooky stuff? Let's We're going to do, do some uh, strange things for December, I guess. Strange things in December? Well, because we. Stranger danger in December? I checked out my calendar.
1: But Was there ever anything on the fridge?
0: A calendar. A child. A child. <laughs>
1: There's only one thing worse than a rapist. A child. A child. No. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> uh, I can't th- tell you the number of times that, that whenever that became like a popular like video clip, the number of people that sent that to me and said, Chris, this is you. <laughs>
0: <I'll never send. laughs> they have in that same scene, I guess, uh-huh. is like. Come on, everybody, let's go. And, and then everyone, like, like, everybody gets <laughs> up, and this woman's, like, chugging a martini. And I'm like, that's, that's me. You. I'm the one's like, a child. A child? No. 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 <laughs> um, anyways, for the next two weeks, we're supposed to do two a week to compensate oh, yeah. for Christmas yeah. holidays. Christmas being uh, a mess. Get this. Okay. What if we just read Creepypastas for the rest of the month, and that's the theme of December? I'm
1: okay with that, because I think mine is going to take... Three, three years weeks. yeah three years
0: mine's gonna take one episode um i really wanted to do one that i really like but i couldn't find the title of it mm-hmm. for the life of me
1: what's it about well i guess you can tell me
0: yeah i'll tell you find
1: it and figure it out
0: <laughs> okay but <clears throat> for this week i've got one and you've got eight eight how many well, are secondly, gonna do this one, week
1: but uh, i'm gonna do two okay because it's seven pages, which is the first two. <laughs> love that for you. <laughs> so that's wonderful. Um, but before we do that, let me go get a another white cloth.
0: I love that run.
1: Yeah, all right.
0: You look amazing.
1: Hopefully, the camera can see that.
0: It can definitely see everything you're doing. <laughs> Actually, I don't think it can see. I don't that. know. It's fine. You want to mimic it right in front? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, also, Thomas has been... Sorry. Thomas has been requesting that we... What did I get stuck on? (laughs) This floor is flat. Your
0: pride. I never had that. Dignity? Nope. Nope.
1: nope. That never existed.
0: Tell us what Thomas has wanted.
1: Thomas has wanted us to record uh, us on a video because we do a lot of weird things, apparently. There's a camera in here? Oh, my God. Uh, which is true because we are very, um, I like to say, <clears throat> gay. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> a <child>? no.
0: <laughs> mentally acute. We have uh, a lot of acuity.
1: I am always strong.
0: Gay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a poll? <laughs> Can we get a poll? Audience, press A on your keypad now for no. For no. And no, no. there's only one choice.
1: <laughs> Second choice is, well.
0: <laughs> Second choice is, you have to leave. Get out. So. so we, Do you remember watching a fucking Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah. Everybody in the audience was fucking stupid. Ugh. How was that so long? Skill. <laughs> um, yeah. Why? No, they. Didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they were always. It was like, what's the home of Thomas Jefferson? Fucking the White House, Louisiana, <laughs> America, the Can Louisiana Purchase. Eighty
1: percent audience said so.
0: Yeah. Hmm. I was always like. I don't know the answer, but that's not it.
1: (laughs) I'm eight years old, and I have no fucking
0: clue. (laughs) We learned this in my fifth grade class today, dumbass.
1: I was a, I was what, like seventh grade when the show. um, Are Are you smarter smarter than than a a fifth fifth grader? grader Came out, and let me tell you, I am not smarter than a fifth grader. (laughs) I'd be like what the fuck is this bullshit? And I'd be like, the
0: answer's this. And the, the answer's wrong. I'm like, what the fuck? I just have an aversion to Jeff Foxworthy, so I can't yeah. watch that. But I would win.
1: Well, because he's a scary country comedian.
0: It's the mustache. It's the mustache and the stupid voice.
1: I must ask you a question.
0: Worth qu- the question? What's the question? Let me know what it is. <laughs> I want the answer. But I play Jeopardy all the time, and I'm so good at that. Uh, I'm still terrible at Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy. No, because
1: I will literally have, like, three letters left. I'm so like, what the fuck is this to
0: say? <laughs> yeah, not great. That's not Jeopardy. Yes, it is. That's the Wheel of Fortune. Oh, it is the Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> She's not here for her, her uh, input on the conversation, girl. <laughs> uh Good work. Poor thing. <laughs> Jeopardy is a trivia game. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what? Let's just do some spoopy stuff. <laughs> no. We'll get you far away from that. You can go first. I don't know who's first, but you go. No, because then it's gonna mess everything up. Well, I don't know. I I don't no. know. I don't, I don't know how to go. Well, here, let it. me go listen to it, like the last ooh, last bit. Should I pause it? No. 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 I'm pretty sure that. Let's see. Charles Sobrage, I was last. So then Amanda Knox, I would have been first. So I think it is you.
1: Okay, fine. Then I'll go.
0: Whatever. Okay, so
1: I have decided that I want to do a creepypasta tonight. Because first of all, it was easy and I had a very busy day. I had like four appointments today. But second of all... Because Because of the theme that we decided a long time ago. Oh yeah, the theme that we decided a long time ago. You mean five minutes ago? Um, Nope. (laughs) Um... Going back to a callback to one of our callback, creep- it was like episode seven or so that I talked about the staircases in the woods. <clears throat> well, I've always wanted to revisit this creepy pasta again because this creepy pasta was what got me interested in the staircase in the woods to begin with. So we're circling back for episode thirty now. For 30th I'm thirtieth cer- anniversary. Thirtieth anniversary. I'm a search and rescue officer for the U.S. Forest Service, and I have some stories to tell. And I have something to say. Dot, Exactly. Um, So I'm going to tell this, I'm going to read it. So it's going to be from his perspective. So it's not me saying these things. When I say I, it's... This is a true
0: life story from your time in... That I did. ...shirts, because it's the back fucking woods. In
1: the middle of nowhere, just Mm -hmm. massive fir trees and lots of hills and mountains and snow yeah Mm -hmm. that's what shirts is like Um, lots of snow everywhere there's always snow middle of august yep snow snow Snow. Snow. that's why it's the one of the scariest places one of the spookiest places if you will blouses blouses who's messaging me um i'm busy okay anyways um (laughs) focus don't touch me you touched me (laughs) um so let's go we're gonna start I wasn't sure where else to post these stories. So
0: I do want to just note oh that I haven't let, read all of these. I actually don't think I've ever read a full one. Okay, well, I'm going to read them. Cuz they're so long.
1: Yeah, but they're good. Okay. Okay. I've I get scared by them.
0: <laughs> Mine's scary. Ugh,
1: I don't like that. Okay, so I wasn't sure how where else to post these stories, so I figured I'd share them here. I've Ibis- been been damn it I've been an SAR officer for a few years now, and along the way I've seen some things that I think you guys will be interested in. Interested in. Um, She's already drunk. Yeah, obviously. Uh, I have a pretty good track record for finding missing people. Most of the time they wander off the path or slip down a small cliff and they can't find their way back. The majority of them have heard the old stay where you are thing, and they don't wander far. But I've had two cases where that didn't happen. Both bother me a lot, and I use them as motivation to search even harder on the missing person's cases I get called on. The first was a little boy who was out berry picking with his parents. He and his sister were together, and both of them went missing around the same time. Their parents lost sight of them for a few seconds, and in that time, both kids apparently wandered off. When their parents couldn't find them, they called us, and we came out to search the area. We found the daughter pretty quickly, and when we asked where her brother was, she told us that he had been taken away by the bear man. She said that he gave her berries and told her to stay quiet, and that he wanted to play with her brother for a while. The last she saw of her brother, he was riding on the shoulders of the bear man and seemed calm. Of course, our first thought was abduction, but we never found a trace of another human being in that area. The little girl was also insistent that he wasn't a normal man and that he was, a, he was tall, covered in hair like a bear, and that he had a weird face. Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, we searched the area for weeks. It was one of the longest calls I've ever been on, but we never found a single trace of that kid. The other was a young woman who was out hiking with her mom and grandpa. According to the mother, her daughter had climbed up a tree to get a better view of the forest, and she never came back down. They waited at the base for, of the tree for hours, calling her name before they called for help. Again, we searched everywhere, and we never found a trace of her. I have no idea where she could have possibly gone, because neither her mother or her grandpa saw her come down. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Mm. So, another story. A few times I've been out on my own searching with a canine. And they've led me straight up cliffs. Not hills, not even rock faces, straight sheer cliffs with no possible handholds or handholds. It always it's always baffling. that in those cases, we usually find a person on the other side of the cliff or miles away from where the canine had led us. I'm sure there's an explanation, but it's sort of strange.
0: I have an additive. Uh huh. Um, so I read on Reddit this map of all of these unsolved disappearances, and they paired the map with. Uh, the largest cave systems in America yeah pretty much all centralized to the same places yeah <clears throat> people in the Appalachians are fucked
1: yeah cause there's like caves everywhere that you could just like
0: fall down into and be lost forever that and people steal you away and you go live in a cave yeah with Sonny Bean and yeah. you end up as bones yeah and they always talk about shit like that in the Appalachians I'm
1: like that's fucking creepy these hill people I don't have time for Kentucky <laughs> Don't even sign me up for West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Go not going anywhere near that. <laughs> Let's give me a note for me. Uh, one particularly sad case involved the recovery of a body. A nine-year-old girl fell down an embankment and got impaled on a dead tree at the base. It was a complete freak accident, but I'll never forget the sound her mother made when we told her what had happened. She saw the body bag being loaded into the ambulance, and she let out the most haunting, heartbroken wail I've ever heard. It was like her whole life was crashing down around her, and part of her had died with her daughter. I heard from another SAR officer that she killed herself a week, a few weeks later after it happened. She couldn't live with the loss of her daughter. Another story. I was teamed up with another SAR officer because we'd received reports of bears in the area. Not uh, bears. Uh, yes.
0: Wait, what kind of bear are you talking about? Uh, six feet tall. Muscular. No. Wait, what? with claws yeah they live in the woods and their hairy. harry
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think we're talking about the same thing
0: <laughs> roughly
1: My, mine is a man is yours an animal roughly <laughs> we were looking for a guy who hadn't come home from a climbing trip
0: uh i feel like we need to not show the white claw logo yeah i, I have mine hidden i kind of didn't oh
1: well then you can't show your computer logo either <laughs> we're just fucked.
0: Is it the other side? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's just
0: put the economy so first. <laughs>
1: because we can brand that one. Um, we were looking for a guy who hadn't come home from a climbing trip when he was supposed to, and we ended up having to do some serious climbing to get to where he we figured he'd be. We found him trapped in a small crevasse with a broken leg. It was not pleasant.
0: I remember we, that one time that you sent Milady, Milady. <laughs> Malady knows (laughs) (laughs) Milady. With a strange Milady. He's got a fedora. He's very very nice. nice Milady. (laughs) Milady. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) You stupid (laughs) bitch. We
1: found him. He had been there for almost two days and his leg was very obviously infected. We were able to get him into a chopper. Get to the chopper. And I heard from one of the EMTs that the guy was absolutely inconsolable. He kept talking about how he'd been doing fine, and when he'd gotten to the top, a man had been there. He said the guy had no climbing equipment, and he was wearing a parka and ski pants. He walked up to the guy, and when the guy turned around, he said he had no face. It was just blank. He freaked out and ended up trying to climb off the mountain too fast, which is why he'd fallen. He said he, couldn't, he could hear the guy all night climbing down the mountain and letting out these horrible muffled screams. The story bothered the hell out of me. I'm glad I wasn't there to hear it. Whoa. Whoa. This one is really freaky. One of the scariest things I've ever had happen to me involved the search of, uh, for a young woman who'd gotten separated from her hiking group. We were out until late at night because the dogs had picked up her scent. When we found her, she was curled up under a large rotted log... She was missing her shoes and pack, and she was clearly in shock. She didn't have any injuries, and we were able to get her to walk with us back to the base, to base ops. Along the way, she kept looking behind us and asking us why that big man with black eyes was following us. We couldn't see anyone, so we just wrote it off as some weird symptom of shock. But the closer we got to base, the more agitated this woman got. She kept asking me to tell him to stop making faces at her. At one point, she stopped and turned around and started yelling into the forest, saying that she wanted him to leave her alone. She wasn't going to go with him, she said, and she wouldn't give us to him. She finally got her to keep, we finally got her to keep moving, but we started hearing these weird noises coming from all around us. It was almost like coughing, but more rhythmic and deeper. It was almost insect-like. I don't really know how else to describe it. When we were within the sight of base ops, the woman turns to me and her eyes are about as wide as I can imagine a human could open them. She touches my shoulder and says, he te- he says to tell you to speed up. He doesn't like looking at the scar on your neck. I have a very small scar on the base of my neck, but it's mostly hidden under my collar, and I have no idea how this woman saw it. Right after she says it, I hear the weird coughing right in my ear, and I just about jumped out of my skin. Like oh a goosebumps i hustled to uh, i hustled her to ops trying not to show how freaked out i was but i have to say i was really happy when we left the area that night it's freaky right (laughs) this last one (laughs) this is the last one i'll tell me (laughs) i that's freaky um this, this is the last one i'll tell and it's probably the weirdest story i have now i don't know if this is true in every sar unit but in mine it's sort of an unspoken regular thing we run into you can try asking about it with other SAR officers, but even if they know what you're talking about, they probably won't say anything about it. We've been told not to talk about it by our superiors, and at this point, we've all gotten so used to it that it doesn't even seem weird anymore. On just about every case where we're really far into wilderness, I'm talking 30 or 40 miles, at some point, we'll find a staircase in the middle of the woods. It's almost like... Callback. You- exactly. It's almost like... I'm pretty sure I read this part, too. It's almost like if you took the stairs in your house cut them out and put them in the forest excuse me i asked about it the first time i saw some and the other officer just told me not to worry about it and that it was normal everyone i asked said the same thing i wanted to go check them out but i was told very emphatically that i should never go near any of them i just sort of ignore them now and when i run into them because it happens i just ignore them now when i run into them because it happens so frequently I have a lot more stories and i suppose if anyone's interested i'll tell some of them tomorrow if anyone has any theories about the stairs or if you have seen them too let me know it continued on and the, he made some clarification but i skipped that so now into part two <gasps> <gasps> all right on to news stories you ready mm-hmm. <clears throat> as far as missing persons go i'd say about half the calls i get are related to that the others are rescue calls people who fall down cliffs and hurt themselves get injured by fire you wouldn't believe how often this happens. Mostly drunk kids. Get bitten by stung or... or I'm sorry. Get bitten or stung by animals or insects. Uh, we're a tight team. Um, What's
0: the worst thing you've been stung or bitten by?
1: Um, oh, my God. Um, oh, red wasp. you seen those red wasps that fly around? That's probably the worst one that I have gotten stung by. Um, but... Thomas! Woo! You made it! it. Welcome! Welcome to our spooky
0: podcast. Welcome to our spooky podcast. You're the spookiest. Your teeth are purple. Thank you. (laughs) Thank
1: you. (laughs) Um, I have a funny story about that. Uh, so we were back at my house, the house that we had before our family got flooded. Um. And I was like, what, six or seven or somewhere on there? And we were playing in like this. I don't know. Why are you asking me? Was I six? Six or seven? or seven? Was I six or seven? You were. You were five. You're five. Say you're five. Uh, nearly six. I was in like the side room. We were playing. I don't even remember who I was. I feel like I was my little brother. Um, and a wasp had like flown up my shorts. And luckily at the time I was wearing like. Little whitey tidies before I went to boxers and now I'm back to little tiny briefs again. <laughs> Same, <laughs> um, but luckily I was wearing those uh, because then like the the wasp was like sucking my shorts. Well, my dumbass was like, oh, I'm gonna go get something from my room. No, it didn't bite me. It didn't sting me right there. Uh, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna go get something from my room. So I went to like my bed. And at the time, me and my little brother had a bunk bed, and he was on the top of I was on the bottom bunk. And so I like leaned over to grab something off the bed. And it stung me, like right in the crevice of like my knee pit, like right along my panty line there. And. Knee pit? They're not knee pit. I'm sorry, my thigh pit. Oh. Thigh pit, sorry.
0: Um, <coughs> like on a fucking artery.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, what the fuck was that? I, I obviously didn't know. We were what like, curse was. holy jeez. Oh, jeez, oh, jeez, Willie really. God, they got me good. Uh, so, um. I thought it was a force field on my bed that was preventing me from going and getting whatever I wanted because I'm a fucking dumbass. Because at the time, I'm sure I was playing something with, like, superpowers with my little brother because, you know, I've always been interested in superpowers and shit like that. So... I was like, oh my god, there's a force field because I tried to do it like I did it. It sung me once and then I leaned over again and it sung me again. She was stupid. It stung me fucking four times because I like couldn't get to like whatever I was getting to. And so <laughs> I went to my mom and I was like, Oh my god, there's a force field on the bed. And she's like, What are you talking about? I was like, Something keeps like hurting me like so then of course she takes off my shorts and there's a fucking wasp like flies out of them and it's like you're a fucking idiot uh,
0: I fully picture you having like an anime moment where you're like and then like sweat drips down your face and you're like something is preventing me from getting stuff on my bed what kind of force field is this (laughs) Walking Dead music.
1: Yeah. Mm 100%. (laughs) Yeah, and that's probably the worst thing that... uh, We also... Me and my older brother used to also play... In uh, Central Texas, like up in the Hill Country area, there are like these ants that will carve out like a giant like six foot circle in like fields and shit. And their ants are like this fucking big. They're like some some big ants that... um, We used to go out into those these circles and they're like crawling everywhere and like scoop them up with shovels and put them in our little like peanut butter jars so we can like have, have ants them. that we had we never got bit by them surprisingly when we were younger but like the neighbors in like because i mean we had four acres of land um uh, the neighbors like across the way would see us out in the field like playing with them and call my mom and be like you those kids out there they're gonna get bit by those ants those ants are, you know are the the they're they buy those the yeah get
0: a church on halloween
1: oh yeah no then <laughs> different neighbors um but no that like that that like those ants apparently like bite really hard and like hurt like motherfuckers and i was like well then i guess they'll learn
0: lol
1: <laughs> simple simple mother um but then my brother just told me a story when i went back uh home for thanksgiving that he said that he got bit by one of those ants and he said it felt like he got stabbed by a knife it didn't leave like a bump or anything like that, but like just the initial bite like hurt so fucking bad. And he's like, "It felt like someone like stabbed me." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, those I'd never got bit by those, but that just was a side story along with that.
0: I got bit by a black fly, mm-hmm. um, which apparently are worse in Canada than they are here they are they they like, like a horse fly. They're like a horse fly, mm-hmm. but they like take a chunk out of you. Oh, jeez. And then it welts. Yeah. So I got stung by one of those on the back of my neck. Ow. I mean, it hurt like a bastard. Yeah.
1: Ouch. And then button. I
0: went back to my, my nan's house and everybody was like, oh my god. I've never been stung by one before. That must suck. Like, I hear yeah. it really hurt. Yeah. And I was like, it yeah, it fucking hurts.
1: Make it away from me. Go get me some aspirin. <laughs> I got a chunk of my neck missing <laughs> for fucking real like a zombie that comes up and bite your, bites your neck ah! actually I
0: am a zombie okay
1: makes sense actually that makes a lot of sense Uh. Ah!
0: Ruby did you have supper there's supper in the fridge thank you you can have it now you don't want to be on camera you want me to pause it why does it bother you
1: why does it bother no I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> in action back.
0: um oh Thomas will you lock Carter away when uh, I
1: was down at the coast for my brother's uh, bachelor party, I got bit by a horse fly for the first time in my life. And let me tell you, those bitches also fucking suck. He yeah. left teeth marks. The they fucking bitch, bit, Yeah, I know. They left, like, fangs in my leg. And I'm like, you fucking bastard. The bitch. Try it on the
0: back of your fucking neck. <laughs> fucking
1: neck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking neck. <laughs> fucking neck. Um
0: insect it? bites insect bites. Animal
1: bites oh yeah we're a tight team and we have veterans who are excellent at finding signs of lost people that's what makes these cases where we never find any trace of them so frustrating one in particular was the was upsetting for all of us because we did find a trace of them but it led to more questions than answers an older man had been hiking alone in a well established trail uh, but his wife called to say that he hadn't come home when he should have apparently he had a history of seizures, and she was worried that he hadn't taken his medication and had suffered one out on the trail. Before you ask, I have no idea why he thought it was okay to go out alone or why she didn't go with him. I don't ask about that at uh, that kind. I don't ask about that kind of thing because past a certain point it doesn't really matter Someone is missing, and it's my job to find them. We went out in a standard search formation, and it wasn't long before we found one of our vets found signs that the guy had gone off the trail. We grouped up and followed him, spreading out in a fan to make sure that we were covering as much ground as possible. Suddenly, a call comes over the radio telling us to all head back to the vet's location, and we come right away, because this usually means the mer- missing person is injured and we need a full team to get them out safely. We meet back up, and the vet is just standing at the base of a tree with his hands on the side of his head. I asked my buddy what's going on and he points up into the branches of the tree. I almost couldn't believe what I was seeing, but there's a walking stick dangling from a branch at least 30 feet off the ground.
0: Like a cane?
1: Yeah. The little strap thing on the handle has well, uh, so the strap thing part, I was like, "Okay, does that mean it was like one of those like hiking strap things that they that some people have?" You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like the little stabby things. But then it mentions the cane later. Um, the little strap thing on the handle has been looped around the branch and it's just hanging there. There's no way this guy could have tossed it up that far, and we don't see any other signs that he's still in the area. We call up into the tree, but it's obvious no one's in it. We're all just sort of left scratching our heads. We keep searching for the guy, but we never find, uh, never find him. We even bring our canines out, but they lose his scent long before this tree. Eventually, the search is called off because there are other calls we have to attend to, and past a certain point, there's not much we can do. This guy's wife called us every day for months, asking if we found her husband, and it was heartbreaking to hear her get more and more helpless every single time. I'm not sure why this call in particular was so upsetting, but I think it was just the sheer improbability of it. That and the questions that were raised. How the hell had this guy's cane ended up there? Did someone kill him and toss that up there as some sort of weird trophy? We did our best to find him, but it almost, it, but it was almost like a ton. We still talk about that one from time to time missing kids are also the most heartbreaking doesn't matter what circumstances they go missing under it's never easy and we always always dread the ones we find deceased it's not common but it does happen um david polides talks a lot about kids sar teams uh find in places that they shouldn't be or could be yeah i was like i don't know who that
0: is he's a Uh, renowned arthur
1: yeah arthur
0: his name is David Arthur Paladines.
1: Oh, uh, Paladines? Poli- Pauladines? that what his last
0: name Paladines? Paladin? Paladines. Poli- <laughs> she should make frozen dinners now. Paladine? Paladine. Paladines, Paladines. I think that's the only thing left for her to do.
1: Just put a shit ton of butter in it and that'll preserve anything.
0: Frozen butter, <laughs> y'all. Frozen butter. Eat the <laughs> Paladines frozen <laughs> butter, y'all.
1: Come get them. <laughs> i hate it uh i can honestly say i've heard about this kind of thing happening more than i've seen it but no yes but i'll share one of share one of the ones that i think about a lot that i witnessed personally a mother and her three kids were out for a picnic in an area of the park that has a small lake one is six one is five and the other is about three She's watching them all really closely, and according to her, she never lets them out of her sight at any time. She never saw anyone else in the area either, which is important. She packs their stuff up, and they start to head back to the parking area. Now, this lake is only about two miles into the woods and is on a very clearly established trail. It's almost impossible to get lost getting from the parking area to it unless you're deliberately going off the path like an imbecile. Imbecile! (laughs) imbecile imbecile my, my lady uh, her her kids are walking in front of her when she hears what sounds like someone coming up on the path behind her she turns around and in the four or so seconds she's not looking her five-year-old son vanishes she figures she he stepped off the path to pee or something and she well i don't know that weird just, hold on mm-hmm. and she asks the other two where he went a five-year-old is just gonna pee their pants they're not going to step on like, I need to go pee at this tree. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, they both tell her that a big man with a scary face came out of the woods next to them, took the kid's hand, and led him into the trees. The two remaining kids don't seem upset. In fact, they, she says later that it seems like they've been drugged. They're sort of spacey and fuzzy. So, of course, she freaks out, starts looking frantically in the area for her kid. She's screaming his name, and she says at one point she thinks she heard him answer her. Now, obviously, we can't go blindly running into the woods. She can't go run, blindly running into the woods. Uh, she's got the other two kids. So she calls the police, and they send us out immediately. We respond, and we start the search for him. Over the course of this search, which spans miles, we never find a single trace of the kid. Canines can't pick up any sin. We don't find any clothes or broken bushes or literally anything that would signify a child being there. Of course, there's suspicion about the mother for a while, but it's pretty clear that she's completely destroyed by the whole thing. We look for this kid for weeks, with a lot of volunteer help, but eventually the search peters out, and we have to move on. The volunteers keep searching, though, and one day we get a call on the radio letting us know that a body has been found and needs to be recovered. They tell us the location, and none of us can believe it. We figure it has to be a different kid. But we go out there, about 15 miles from the site where he vanished, and sure enough we find the body of the kid we've been looking for. I've been trying to figure that's out... A long maybe 15 yeah, track, mile track? 15 miles? How long? This is several weeks. You can walk
0: 15 miles in several weeks. Yeah, but
1: if you're lost, like, and also everyone's searching for you, that's a long way to go from like the original location
0: into a deep forest. I mean, five years old. Obviously not gonna know that's true Boy Scout rules.
1: Yeah. That's fine. You're right, maybe. But we'll go on. Um, I've been trying to figure out how this cod this kid got to where he ever did uh since we found him, and I've never come up with an answer. A volunteer d- Do Do not hear that. Yeah. The elephant. God damn elephant. <laughs> um been trying to figure out how this kid got to where he didn't A volunteer just happened to be in the area because he figured he might as well look in places no one else would think to on the off chance that the body had been dumped. He comes to the base of the, the base of a tall, rocky slope and halfway up, he sees something. He looks through his binoculars and sure enough, it's the body of a little boy stuffed in a little opening in the rock. He recognizes the color of the kid's shirt, so he knows right away that it's a missing boy, the missing boy. That's when he calls it in, and we're dispatched. It took us almost an hour to get his body down, and none of us could believe what we were seeing. Not only was this kid 15 miles from where he started, there was no possible way he could have gotten up there on his own. The slope is treacherous, and it's hard even for us with our climbing gear. A five-year-old boy had no way of getting up there. Of that, I'm certain. Not only that, but the kid doesn't have a scratch on him. His shoes are his shoes are gone but his feet aren't damaged or dirty so it wasn't as if an animal dragged him up there and from what we can tell he hasn't been dead that long he's been out there for over a month by this point and it looked like he'd only been dead for at most a day or two the whole thing was unbelievably strange and the and one of the most disconcerting calls i've ever been on which is yeah we found out later that the coroner determined the kid had died from exposure he'd Frozen to death Probably late at night Two days before we found him There were no suspects And no answers To date It's one of the weirdest things I've ever seen So the kid Was missing for over a month Somehow lived Out in the woods For Over a month And then was Died from I guess they got tired of his body And was like Just go freeze Witches Witches Exactly Man with a scary face A little hobgoblin Came and stole him Mm-hmm.
0: Love that for him. I want to be a hobgoblin. No, I like being a bog witch better. You're already both. Yeah. You're a hundred percent goblin. Yeah. Oh sorry, troll. Troll. Fifty percent goblin, fifty percent troll. One hundred percent that troll. Mm.
1: Yep. No? That's the one. I want to be a troll. No, I want to be a witch. I'm you soul. have to pay
0: the troll's toll. To get into this boy's soul. Boy's soul. Boy's
1: soul. That's what I said.
0: Uh huh. Boy's soul.
1: <laughs> one. okay so then another one one of my first jobs as a yeah okay this is basically the same thing um one of my first jobs as a trainee was a search op for a four-year-old uh kid that had gotten separated from his mom uh this was one of those cases where we knew we were going to find him because the dogs were on a strong scent trail when we saw a clear sign that he was in the area we ended up finding him in a berry patch about half a mile from where he'd been seen uh the kid wasn't even aware that he had wandered off that far one of the vets brought him back, which I was glad for because I'm not really good with kids and I find it hard to talk to them and keep them company. As my train, as my trainer and I were heading back, she decided to take me on a detour to show me one of the hot spots we were where we tend to find missing people. It's a natural dip in the land, uh, land near a popular trail, and people will usually move downhill because it's easier. We hike out there, and it's a few miles away, and we get and we get there in about an hour or so as we're walking around the area and she's pointing out places she's found people in the past i see something in the distance now this area we're in is about eight miles from the main parking area though there's back roads you can take to get closer if you don't want to hike that far but we're on state protected land which means that there can't be any kind of commercial or residential development out there the most you'll ever see is a fire tower or a makeshift shelter that homeless people think they can get away with building But I can see from here that whatever this thing is has straight edges, and if there's one thing you learn quickly, it's that nature rarely makes straight lines. I point it out, but she didn't say anything. She just hangs back and lets me wander over there and check it out. I get within about 20 feet of it, and all the hair on the back of my neck stands up. It's a staircase in the middle of the fucking woods. In the proper context, it would literally be the most benign thing ever. It's just a normal staircase with a beige carpet and about 10 steps tall. But instead of being in a house where it obviously should be, it's out here in the middle of the woods. The sides aren't carpeted, obviously, and I can see the wood it's made of. It's almost like a video game glitch where the house has failed to load completely and the stairs are the only thing visible. I stand there and it's like my brain is working overtime to try and make sense of what I'm seeing. My trainer comes and stands next to me and she just stands there casually, looking at it as if it's the least interesting thing in the world. I ask her, what the fuck is this thing doing here? And she just chuckles. Get used to it, rookie. You're going to see a lot of them. I start to move closer, but she grabs my arm. Hard. I wouldn't do that, she says. Her voice is casual, but her grip is tight. And I just stand there looking at her. You're going to see them all the time, but you don't go near them. Don't touch them. Don't go up to them. Just ignore them. I start start to ask her about it, but something in the way that she's looking at me tells me that it's best that if I don't. Excuse me, we end up working on... I'm sorry, we end up moving on, and the subject doesn't come up again for the rest of my training. She was right, though. I'd say about every fifth call I go on, I end up running across these set of stairs. Sometimes they're relatively close to the path, maybe within two or three miles. Sometimes they're 20, 30 miles out, literally in the middle of nowhere, and I can only find them during the broadest searches or training weekends. They're usually in good condition, but sometimes it looks like they've been out there for out there for miles. For months? Yeah that's what i assume he probably meant to write um all different kinds all different sizes the biggest i ever saw looked like they came out of a turn of the century mansion and were at least 10 feet wide with steps leading up at least 15 or 20 feet i've tried talking about it with people but they just give me the same response my trainer did it's normal don't worry about it they're not a big deal but don't go close to them or up to them when trainees ask me about trainees ask me about them i give them the same response I don't really know what else to tell them. I'm really hoping someday I will get a better answer and it hasn't happened yet. Mm-mm. Wow. Well, don't worry this morning. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. The, so yeah, that was that was a good one like for more of the stairs. I didn't realize that,
0: but that's good. Um, this Oh is, white claw boy. Oh. Thank you, white claw boy. Oh, we have a white claw boy? Mm-hmm.
1: Um Okay. <laughs> If I must. Um,
0: logo. The, you couldn't see it, could you? Yeah, you can.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's <sniffs> Okay. Mm. Uh. Oh my god, so many... White claws. No, we we can't say
0: that. So, so many... <clears throat> uh, not quite like gray. I can say
1: it, but we just can't have the logo.
0: Light Listen. black.
1: Light gray Light black. and black right talons <laughs> talons um <coughs> so another story this one is this one was oh this is sad though I don't really, oh we're gonna read it. this one is damn it this one that was less spooky and more sad a young man went missing late in winter when realistically no one should be going that far out onto the trails we close a lot of them but some remain open year-round unless there's a shitload of snow We did an opt for him, but we had about six feet of snow on the ground. It was unusually heavy snow year. We knew it wasn't likely that we'd find him until spring when the thaw came. Sure enough, when the the first big thaw came, a hiker reported a body a little ways off the main trail. We found him at the base of a tree in a pile of melted snow. I knew right away what had happened, and it scared the living shit out of me. Most of you who ski or snowboard or spend
0: any amount of time on a mountain will probably have guessed too. I've never been outdoors. I have no idea.
1: <laughs> what is an outdoors?
0: You mean if when I open that over there? There could be snow out there. I would guarantee it. 100%. You live in Houston. There's snow
1: everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Snowy Houston. Um, also, can we talk about Mount big Houston boobs? for a second? Okay.
0: Uh, sure. <laughs> what? I, I wanted to talk about big Boots but Mount Houston's Savannah? fine. Oh. Uh-huh. Child. Child.
1: Anyways. Um... Why do we have a street called Mount Houston? Houston is so fucking
0: flat. Do you know why? Why? There's a hill. No, there's not. It's like. Whoop. Oh! That's a crazy hill. <laughs> oh,
1: Whoa! You're going really fucking fast!
0: <laughs> you go over
1: a speed bump, like, oh my god!
0: Do you Did see I that just now? go halfway to the moon right now? I died. Oh my this god, is yesterday? Wild.
1: Yeah. Yesterday I was going down a, a road and they, it was a, there was a speed bump that was not... Because normally the speed bumps have like the like lines on them to indicate like, hey, there's a fucking speed bump coming. Did not see it until like the absolute last second. Went over that thing going like 35 miles an hour. Let me tell you.
0: You got some, some I got air. some
1: air time on that one.
0: You lived your Tony Hawk pro skater <laughs> I like fantasy.
1: <laughs>
0: Put on that Triple e-brake and just like... <laughs> I don't even remember what they called them. Ollie? Uh, Ollie 5000. I think an Ollie is just like a. Yep. Sure.
1: You're... Whatever. I don't know anything about s- s- skating. I don't but know though... anything about sports. There was one time that I was. Uh, when I was younger. Uh,
0: and when Tony Hawk. You haven't was... always been 70?
1: Yep. Um... <laughs> you bitch. Was the... uh, yeah, so when I was younger, he used to think that I. Love skateboarding, even though I could not do a single skateboard. <laughs> you gave, yeah, woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could not skateboard to save my life, but I thought that I could. I'm like, oh my god, I love this. Uh, I couldn't even do an ollie, like, and that was apparently one of the easiest things to do. You're just supposed to jump, and your skateboard. Would... I used to get so pissed because, like, I didn't realize there was like actual skills, like making your skateboard like jump up with you. And I would just like
0: jump on it? the skateboard. I would
1: physically jump on the skateboard. I was like, why doesn't the skateboard follow me?
0: I was never that in denial to where I would be. All of my friends were trying to skateboard, and I was like, this is not going to happen for me, dog. I can't do that. They would skateboard, and guess what I would do? Makeup. Rollerblade. <laughs> Ooh, yes, bitch. i put on my, my little uh, knee pads <laughs> and elbow pads, and a little bandana, and my Farrah Fawcett helmet. Be fair. And a crop top and hot pants. And uh-huh. I would just skate down.
1: Like, I'm following you guys. Don't worry. <laughs> like, uh, uh, uh.
0: And they were like, cool.
1: You can do that. I was job. like, I got it, bitch. <laughs> i love that for you. <laughs> but I'm off. straight. <laughs> uh-huh. Sure. Um, okay, so. We found, we found him at the base of the tree. In a pile. But we already said that. I knew what happened right away. It was scary. It was probably, probably heavy because... When snow falls, it doesn't collect as thick in the areas beneath the branches. It happens most most with fir trees because they have a sort of, like, closed umbrella shape. So what you end up with is a space around the base of the tree that's filled with a mixture of loose, powdery snow air and branches they're called tree wells and they're not immediately obvious if you don't know what you're looking for we put up signs in the welcome center big ones letting people know how dangerous they are but every year we get an unusual when we get an unusual amount of snow at least one person doesn't read them or doesn't take this warning seriously and we find out about it in the spring my best guess is the young man was hiking got tired or maybe a cramp from walking in the deep snow Uh, He went to go sit at the base of the tree, not knowing that there was a tree well, and fell in. He got stuck with his, his feet up, and the surrounding snow caved in around him. Unable to free himself, he suffocated. It's called snow immersion suffocation, and it doesn't usually happen except in really deep snow. But if you get stuck in a weird position like this guy did, even six feet of snow can be lethal. What scared me the most was imagining how he must have struggled. Upside down, in the freezing cold, he didn't die quickly. The snow would have formed in a dense, heavy pile on top of him, and it would have been literally impossible to get out. Excuse me. As long as it got, uh, I'm sorry, as it got harder to breathe, he would have known what was happening. I can't imagine what he was thinking in his last moments. Sad, right?
0: See, but that's not a horror story. That's a real life story. Yeah.
1: But it was part of his creepy creepypasta, so I couldn't, like, take it out. Could I?
0: No. So, always exercise caution in snow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Ciao! (laughs) Was that it? mm -mm. No, I'm not done. Don't worry. We got more. Well, hurry up, because we're 50 minutes in. Yes! Um, A lot of my less outdoorsy friends want to know if I've ever seen the Goat Man. Well, I've been out on calls. I don't know what the Goat Man is, but I will have to look it up and find out. He's
0: a man that's half goat, half man, and he attacks. He's also known as the Wendigo.
1: Are you just making this shit up? Nope. You actually
0: heard of this? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well, maybe I'll do like a short on the Goatman. Wendigo. Wendigo? Wendigo. Oh! (laughs) Anyways, um, unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, I've never had anything quite like that happen. I guess the closest was the whole black-eyed man thing, but I didn't see anything. However, there was one call where I got something kind of uh, similar happen, but I'm not sure I'm willing to chalk it up to the goat man. We got in a report that an older woman had fainted along one of the trails and needed assistance getting back down to the main area. We hike up to where she's at and her husband is beside himself. He runs, well, I guess more jogs to us, and tells us that uh, he was a little ways off the trail looking at something when his wife started screaming behind him. He runs back to her, and she's passed out on the trail. We get her on a backboard, and as we're walking down to the welcome center, she comes to you and starts screaming again. I calm her down and ask what happened. I can't remember verbatim what she said, but essentially what happened was this. She'd been walking for her hu- waiting for her husband uh, when she started hearing this really strange sound. She said it sounded sort of like a cat, but it was off somehow, and she couldn't quite figure out why. She went a little ahead to try and hear it better, and it sounded like it was coming closer. She said the closer it got, the more uneasy she was until she finally figured out what was wrong. I do remember this next part because it was so weird that I don't think I could forget it if I tried. It wasn't a cat. It was a man saying the word meow over and over and over. Oh, Just meow. That. It meow. was me. Meow. 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 But it wasn't a man. It couldn't have been because I've heard a man make a voice... Uh, I. I'd never heard a man make his voice buzz like that.
0: I thought my Um, hearing aid... I'm really offended because I am a man and I can do that. And they're trying to misgender me. Okay, keep going. Anyways,
1: I thought thought that my hearing aid was going out, but it wasn't. I just adjusted it and it still sounded all buzzy. Why don't they have a hearing aid? It was an old woman.
0: This is perspective of an old Oh, guy. yeah.
1: This is the woman telling the story, yeah. I was like... Yeah, sorry.
0: Uh, search and rescue officer is over 60? No. Because that does not sound like a good occupation. No.
1: It's like, Sir, get down from there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can stay at the ranger's office. <laughs> Hand out these pamphlets. says, greet
1: people. Hello, welcome to Walmart. Oh.
0: <laughs> Hello I've been here for 13 years Hello. You wanna know about the goat man? I'll tell you about the goat man Don't go into those stairs out there You see a tree in the winter? Don't do it It's not worth it Do you see the sign? No, <laughs> cause you're not reading Obviously, there's a dead man over there Just avoid him Shut up <laughs> <laughs> She's funny baby Is she?
1: Um Coming see. Uh, is, oh, <laughs> I just, oh hearing that. it was going out, but it wasn't. I adjusted it, and it still sounded all buzzy. It was awful. He was coming closer, but I couldn't see him. And the closer he got, the more scared I was. And the last thing I remember was this shape was a shape coming out of the trees. I guess that's when I fainted. So that was the old woman. Now this is the park ranger. Uh, now, obviously, I'm a little perplexed as to why a guy would be out in the middle of... Out in the fucking woods chanting meow, meow
0: at people. So once we get... Why don't you mind your own business? What I do is none of your business. Yeah.
1: Once we get down the mountain, I tell my superior that I'm going to go search the area to see if I can find anything. He gives me the go-ahead, and I grab my radio and a, uh, and hike back to where she fainted. I don't see anyone, so I keep going out a mile or so. And when I... This is White White Claws. Excuse me, and when I head back, I go up the trail to see if I can figure out where she saw him come from. It's almost sunset by this point, and I don't have any desire to be out at night alone. So I sort of write it off and make a mental note to check it out again tomorrow. But as I'm heading as I'm heading back, I start to hear something in the distance. I stop and I call out for anyone in the immediate area to identify themselves. The sound didn't come closer or get louder, but it sounded exactly like a man saying Meow meow, in this really odd monotone. It's not monotone. I have a great singing voice. Okay, <laughs> as comical as it. Shut up. As comical as it. No, you don't. Excuse <laughs> as, me.
0: Says the one who never does karaoke. <gasps> as comical. Yeah, because I hate karaoke. Why? Because it's terrible. music?
1: No. Monster. As comical as it makes it sound, it was almost like that guy on South Park with the Electro Larynx. Like the guy who... No idea who that is. Well, some people might understand it. It's kind of funny. It's kind of fucked up. Um, I go off the trail in the direction I think it's coming from, but I never seem to get closer. It's almost like it's coming from all directions. Eventually, it just sort of fades out, and I end up going back to the Welcome Center. I didn't get any further reports like that, and even though I went back to that area, I never heard the exact sound again. I suppose it could have been some stupid kid out there fucking with people, but I have to admit it was weird. So this kind of turned into a massive wall of text and for that i apologize i wanted to get the stories uh my friend told me but he does and he does have some good ones so i'll post about those tomorrow evening i also have a few more of my own i think you guys will like i'm sorry to keep you all in suspense again hopefully the stories here make up for it and help you get through the next 24 hours till i can post again
0: so that'll have to follow up with part three. part three and part four and five and six, and six, and six. Seven yeah. and eight. exactly Oh my god. Is it time for me to talk already? Oh my god. I've been I know waiting. that was
1: like a long wall of text and we didn't get like any like jokes or anything like that on there. Okay. Oh, okay.
0: So now it's your turn so I can
1: interject as much as I want to. Mm.
0: <laughs> but first, okay. hey. Hey. Did you know the unemployment rate is under 4% in no, the no, US? No, we'll do
1: it, do it again. Start over.
0: Hey. Hey, Spencer. <laughs> <sensor. laughs>
1: Did you know that the
0: unemployment rate... Okay, again. <laughs> okay. Hey. Hey. <laughs> did you know that the unemployment rate is under 4% in the U.S.? I did, because I heard it, like, twice. Well, <laughs> you would have, because if you're, trying to, uh, if you're trying to hire somebody, then you probably already knew it. <laughs> because you're having trouble finding quality con- candidates.
1: <laughs> Obviously.
0: Quality condoms. Shut up. <laughs> Economy Works is here to help. And yep. we don't want to hear any lip. Nope. <laughs> because we don't have this. Or you don't have the time, the energy, or the resources to hire anybody. EconomyWorks is here to help. We're we going to write you some not. job descriptions. <laughs> we're going to find you some candidates. We got, uh, we're going to review your resumes, phone screen the candidates. How does that sound? <laughs> I love it. Great. We don't have the time. <laughs> Let economy Works Talent Network. Help you do more more more. with bloods. Because Economy Works is when we work (laughs) The The Economy economy Works! works. Find out more at economyworks.com That's E-C-O-N-O-M-I-W-O-R-K-S dot com. (laughs) Shut up. That was a good commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, what happened to my... Because
1: we we don't have the time. I mean, you don't (laughs) You don't have any time for that, okay? (laughs) Ain't nobody got time for that.
0: (laughs) So I have a story. Mm-hmm. Um, What's your story? Tell me. The strangest security tape I've ever seen. Oh no! It's so good. It's a classic.
1: <laughs> it's classic.
0: It really is a classic. So, I'm. It's in first person as well. Mm-hmm. This is all from the uh, perspective of one person. One. Okay. Um, and I'm Sorry, going to do... The old
1: lady came out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> Where'd you get her? <laughs> Just you just stop the by a it. nursing home hey, and just say, come on.
1: You can tell the story real fast.
0: Get in this car. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try some voice acting as well.
1: Mm-hmm. That's going to be terrible. Are you going to do the southern accent?
0: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. So I work at a gas station in rural Pennsylvania. <laughs> you do?
1: Uh, oh, yeah, a side
0: gig. For, for,
1: for, <laughs> I just drive out there every once in a while. <laughs>
0: I take a plane (laughs) for four hours to work at a convenience store in Pennsylvania.
1: Gonna pop back over. You
0: know? Uh, It's a boring job, but it's pretty pretty easy, and it pays all right. A few weeks ago, this new guy started. We'll call him Jeremy.
1: Did did he write that, or did you? No.
0: (laughs) Jeremy is weird. Mm -hmm. He's about 25 or 26, and he hardly speaks. But he's got the creepiest laugh I've ever heard. My boss and I have both no- noticed this, but it's never been a problem. So there's not much we can do about it. Customers have never complained about him, and he's always done his job fairly well up until a few weeks ago. Anyway, that's when things started going missing.
1: It was a poor acting
0: choice. <laughs> missing. Uh, <laughs> poor in- acting. <laughs> M- missing. missing? That, that, sir, that was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> And I said what I said. Um, So (laughs) employee theft can be a problem at any business that sells consumer goods. And there's only one person working at a time at this gas station. So about two weeks ago, my boss started noticing that we were short on motor oil. (laughs) At first, it was a few containers at a time, and then an entire shelf, and then boxes from the back room. What the fuck? Pretty soon, entire shipments would be gone the day after we got them and it would always be right after Jeremy's shifts. My boss had checked the security camera tapes from every single night he worked, but he could never catch him in the act. Jeremy would lock up at closing, and then the motor oil would be gone the next day. My boss usually takes the tapes home with him to try and catch Jeremy stealing, but his daughter has a softball game last night, so he asked me to watch the tape for him. He offered to pay me overtime under the table, so obviously I took the offer. Uh, there are three
1: non-tax girl under the table (laughs) bitch that straight cash
0: um so he gave me three different tapes to check i figured it would be a long night but i'm trying to save up for vacation so i really needed the money i took the tapes home and i popped them in an old vcr and sat back two days ago the last time you worked jeremy started at 4 p.m everything seemed pretty normal at first he counted up his drawer switched off the girl switched off of the girl who was working before him and waited for a customer the first person who came in was miss templeton the time stamp on the video was 403 p.m she was a regular she picked up her cigarettes and a newspaper and paid with the 20 nothing unusual here he filled up his uh uh, uh lula. the next customer that came in was a local guy named ron he drives a motorcycle usually comes in every few days He filled up his tank, got a bag of beef jerky big. (laughs) A bag of beef jerky. And paid with his credit card. And then left. Is that a
1: Canadian bag? No. It's a Midwestern thing.
0: Um, Yeah. I was talking to Thomas the other day and I said, because he begs me to come out to go to Old Navy because he loves shopping. And he was like, big? Yeah, I'm saying big, not bag. Oh. You begged me to come out. You didn't bag, beg me to bag, come out. You didn't put a bag of my head For drag, fuck's sake. That sounds very aggressive. I was kidnapped.
1: <laughs>
0: it was amazing. Dragged me out by my ankles. <laughs> kidnapped me Dad. Um <laughs> uh... next was some guy with a cowboy hat. I'd never seen him before, but we'd gotten plenty of strangers passing through. Just like at any gas station.
1: I'm just say that's wrong.
0: He got $40 worth of diesel fuel and paid with a $100 bill, went on his way. I sat back inside. The only thing more boring than doing this job is watching somebody else do it. Mm-hmm. My boss's offer was enough to keep me watching, them, So I left the tape on. Everything seemed pretty normal. I had a feeling that if Jeremy was stealing motor oil, he knew we were sp- suspicious of him by now. I didn't expect him to be dumb enough to let him catch him on camera. Mm hmm things stayed pretty boring and routine until about five o'clock at 503
1: in the afternoon or morning okay
0: at 503 miss templeton came back in she must have forgotten something but she didn't she bought the same pack of cigarettes as before and the same newspaper and paid with another 20 that's odd i thought but then again she's a little absent-minded i thought jeremy should have told her she already got her smokes but it's not against the rules to sell somebody the same thing twice that's when ron came in again he bought another tank of gas for his motorcycle again i later checked the outdoor camera because i thought he maybe had another car he wanted to fill up and the same pack of beef jerky and he paid with his credit card again no big deal i figured this was just a weird coincidence mrs templeton is forgetful and ron probably owns more than one harley That's when the guy with the cowboy hat came back in. I felt a chill run down my spine. Don't get diesel, don't get diesel, I found myself whispering in an empty living room. But he did. He got $40 worth of diesel fuel and paid with another $100 bill. Every move he made was identical to his first visit, right down to the way he scratched his nose right before he walked out. Either this guy is rich owns a lot of trucks and just moved into town or something really bizarre was going on here Mm -hmm. so i kept watching every customer for the next hour was the same as before every single one i was seriously freaked out and then at 603 miss templeton walked back in she bought her cigarettes and her newspaper again and paid with a 20 again I thought I was going to lose it. I only watched another half hour before I started fast forwarding through the rest. It was all the same. Every customer would come in at the exact same times, exactly one hour apart. And now,
1: why is Jeremy not freaked out by this? Like,
0: now I'm I know what you're thinking. Something was re- seriously wrong with what I was seeing and I had no explanation for it. And I skipped ahead to when he locked up and walked out of his car walked out to his car Mm -hmm. he hadn't stolen anything but i kept watching just to make sure and i fast forwarded to midnight Mm -hmm. he just went on like nothing happened and then left come on witching hour at exactly 1203 a.m out of nowhere jeremy's face pops up on camera and i don't mean he moved his head into view i mean that one second the store was empty the next second his face was all that i could see he wasn't
1: like, face in the camera? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fucked up.
0: He wasn't looking at the camera. He was looking at me. I was sure of it. I screamed, and I fumbled for the remote. By the time I grabbed it, he was gone, just as soon as he had left. One frame, he was there. The next, he wasn't. My hands were shaking like crazy, but I popped in another tape. The indoor camera shows the back area by the cash register, and I would be able to see how he got up to put his face in the camera like that, so I skipped ahead to 12.03 a.m., but there was nothing. I would have been able to see him standing on the chair or something in this tape, but he wasn't there. I didn't see him enter the store at all after he left. It's like he wasn't really really there at all. He doesn't know the security code, and the alarms were triggered that night after he locked up. What I did see, however, was that at 12.03, the motor oil vanished. Right off the shelf. All of it. Just the, gone? Same as the Jeremy's face. One second it was there, and then it wasn't. I turned the tape off and I went to bed, but I didn't get a wink of sleep.
1: Oh yeah, I wouldn't have slept either.
0: <laughs> my body is exhausted right now, but my mind is racing. The tape has been undoubtedly the creepiest thing, the most disturbing thing that I've ever seen in my life. I work in a few hours, and my boss asked me to bring the tapes back in and let him know what I found. But, really, what the hell am I going to say? Jeremy works the night shift tonight, directly after me, and the plan is for my boss to come in just before I leave and confront him with me, as I'm supposed to be the one who caught him stealing. (coughs) I have no idea what I'm going to do. I suppose I'll have to show my boss the tapes, but I don't want to watch them with him. I never want to see something like that again. I can't get the image of Jeremy just smiling directly into the camera out of my mind. It was the creepiest look I've ever seen on another human being's face. Anyways, I'm gonna try again to get some last-minute sleep before I have to go in and deal with this. I'll, I'll let you know, guys know what happens. Update, two <gasps> forty-nine p.m. Updating from my phone. Apologies in advance for the errors. My boss just finished watching the last of the tapes. I told him what to expect, but you really can't prepare someone for something like that. Did he scream? He's scared shitless. Ah! I am too. And Jeremy is due to come in at four. We've got just a little over an hour to get our shit together, but neither one of us knows what we're going to say to him. Is it just a fucked up guy who likes to steal motor oil and scare the shit out of people, or is it something else? I don't know. This is crazy, but... Does anyone think he could have something to do with the time loop? My boss said he never noticed anything like that in the other tapes, but the way he popped up in this one made me think that he knew I would be watching. It's like he wanted me to see what he could do, like he was showing off or something. The way he smiled in the camera and was like a little kid showing you a sandcastle that they just built or something. I don't know. I probably sound crazy. I sure feel the part. I'm gonna go talk to my boss more. We can calm ourselves down and figure out how to handle this. I'll update again tonight, but I have a really bad feeling about how this is going to play out. Update. Oh, God. 4.33 p.m.
1: (gasps) They talked to Jeremy.
0: No sign of Jeremy. Tried calling him, but his phone has been disconnected. We're calling the police. Update. 5.33 p.m. No sign of Jeremy. Tried calling him, but his phone has been disconnected. No. We're calling the police. Update six thirty three PM No sign of Jeremy. Tried calling him, but his phone has been disconnected. We're calling the police. Update seven thirty three PM. No sign of Jeremy. Tried calling him, but his phone has been disconnected. We're calling the police. Update eight thirty three PM. No sign of Jeremy. Tried calling him, but his phone has been disconnected. No We're calling the police. Update. 10:58 p.m. Holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. I just got home and I saw my previous updates. Things make less sense now than ever. Here's what I can tell you. I went to work, but Jeremy never showed up. My boss and I decided to call the police, as you're well aware. When I picked up the phone to call, though, the sun went out. I shit you not, that's what happened. Apparently, I blacked out for exactly five hours, because when I looked at the clock, it was 9:33. I think I got stuck in Jeremy's time loop. And then I snapped out of it at the exact point I blacked out, if that makes any sense. And that's when things got really weird. My boss was right next to me when I blacked out, ready to corroborate my story to the cops. But when I came to, the phone was in my hand, and it was dead, not even a dial tone. My boss was still right there, and he wasn't moving. He was standing up, but frozen. I looked at the clock again, and it wasn't moving. The second hand, Was stuck on the 12. It was exactly 9.33. The clock on the register, a computer screen, wasn't moving either. My phone was frozen. There was even a customer at the register waiting for my boss to get him cigarettes, and I'm betting that would have been his fifth pack for the day. I got the fuck out of there. I didn't lock up, I didn't turn off the lights, and sorry guys, but I didn't grab the security tapes to upload them to the internet. Believe me, it was the last thing on my mind. The gas station is on a major highway, and the cars were parked all along it, except they weren't parked. They were frozen. The people inside were sitting as still as wax statues. And I got in my car, and I prayed that it would start. And it did. About halfway home, time started again. The static from the radio turned into music, like it was supposed to be. And from what I could tell by listening to the host talking between songs, no one noticed the time freeze, or whatever it was. I was the only one. Well, I'm sure Jeremy did as well. I still have no clue where he is or what he's doing. I'm hiding in my room and calling the police again. I don't know if I ever got through to them before, or if I did, whether they took me seriously. I'm scared for my life at the moment. I'll update tomorrow if I can. Final update, 10.33 a.m. I finally fell asleep last night around 4. I have no idea how I did it. I guess exhaustion finally got the best of me. This morning, I woke up to my phone ringing. My boss. He'd been calling me since about six. He woke up when the time turned back on last night and immediately called the cops. They came by to see what was wrong, and he told them everything. The police around here are small-time guys. They were more concerned with the missing motor oil than anything. But my boss figured he would take it, as long as he had their attention. They decided to go looking for Jeremy. We keep all our employee applications on file, and since Jeremy was, had just started working there, his was easy to find. They checked the address on it and headed over to the house. You're not going to believe what they found. The a address. time loop. The address, a child. A child. No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the address Jeremy listed on his application was for an empty lot. Or at least now it is. There used to be a house there. But it burned down in 1993. Being a small town, almost everyone remembers the fire. A family of four used to live there way back when. Rumor has it that they had an estranged son who they never really talked about, but I can't say for sure if that's true. What I can say is that after an insurance investigation, the fire was ruled to be an arson. The entire house was soaked in oil and torched with a Molotov cocktail. The entire family was sleeping when it happened and none of them survived they never caught the guy who did it rumor was has it that when they tried to contact the estranged son no one could find him anyway i called my boss and he told me this i freaked out after he asked me to come to the gas station i said what are you crazy he assured me that the cops were there with him then he dropped a bomb. The FBI was in town, and they were going to talk to me one way or another, so I might as well come in. It was about 7.15, and I wanted to go back to bed, but I figured that I wouldn't be able to sleep much more anyway. So I went down. with the
1: FBI and your tailgirl girl, (laughs) now.
0: Four men in suits greeted me and told me to have a seat. We went over everything, two or three times, until they had gotten all the details down. I told them the details. That's how you say that. Details. I told them all about Jeremy. The security tape, the last night of work, everything. Finally, after I finished, one of the agents said, Oh, Christ. We've got another one on our hands. Then they made me sign a bunch of papers saying I wouldn't tell anyone about what happened. So I can't say much more. I might be breaking the law just by posting this. (laughs) So now I'm home. I'm not sure what to do with myself. The agent's words when I told him the story are going to haunt me for the rest of my days. Anyway, I gotta go. I have some errands to run today, and then I have to go into work to pick up some tapes. My boss and I think this new guy, Jeremy, is stealing motor oil, and I have to watch the security footage to see if I can catch him doing it. I have better things to do, but my boss is paying me overtime under the table, and I'm trying to save up for a vacation, so I could really use the money. It should be pretty simple, the oil always goes missing right after his shifts, so I figure I'll just watch the tapes, catch him in the act, and that'll be that.
1: Stop. <laughs> That's the story. <laughs> what do you think it is? Jeremy got us in a time loop. A superhero. Superhero? Yeah. My initials, well, aliens. Superhero. You think aliens? Mm-hmm. I could do aliens, yeah. Aliens or a ghost. I think it's a time loop of a ghost. It was like, no, I'm going to fuck with you guys. You're going to really? see all this shit. <laughs> you ready to live in my universe? <laughs> just, Come on in, girl.
0: Bitch. Come into my little ghost papoose. Papoose? Papoose? How did I do that in 20 minutes and you took fucking 40 minutes? Was your seven pages? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a
1: baby. A child. Mine was longer than that. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Also, because I get sidetracked very easily. Mm -hmm. Oh. Oh my god, these white
0: claws. They saw you. Burp? Yep.
1: They can hear us. Well. Well.
0: (laughs) There it is. Uh, no, that was
1: good. I like that. I still like the Baraska. Baraska? Barasco. Baraska? Baraska? I like that one better.
0: But Did I read you Baraska?
1: Yes, it's been on our podcast. Oh, yeah. We did it as an episode. You don't remember the episode that we've done?
0: Yeah, I remember Baraska. Yeah, thank Baroska's you. good. You know what I should do, but uh-huh. it take, would take forever because it's now a full length book. Part two? Pen Pal. Oh, you told me that one already. You, you saw it back so when good. we had our
1: first creepy pasta. Yeah. Uh, no in-house. You said you were going to do Pin Pal. It would take forever.
0: It's December, girl. This is going to take me four weeks. <laughs> I guess I could start, but yeah. I'll be talking forever. That's fun. Here, let me just go back to it, and I'll show you how long it is. is. I'm into it. I love it. Pin Pal. Maybe. Hi, Booby. Hey. They have chapter names. Oh, boy.
1: That that's pretty long, yeah. That child is its scaring me. It's from an M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan? He's yeah. not. I have completely written that man off ever since he fucked up my um, uh, favorite. One of my favorite shows. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, he made a movie called The Last Airbender. It was supposed to be live action and everyone was all excited about it. He fucked it up and I'm pissed off about it. It's fine. I'm not... Uh,
0: I love him because he made the movie The Village, which is one of my... it's probably like my fourth or fifth favorite horror movie.
1: Yeah, I'm not a fan. Oh, I love that movie.
0: Uh, um, anyway. Anyways. Big boobs. Big
1: boobs! Uh, yeah. Well... All Uh, right.
0: I'm ready to stop being filmed. Let's uh, wrap this shit up. (laughs) Well, then, why didn't you film it? Because that's what we're going to do
1: now. Oh, okay. From now on? Mm hmm. Not being on on the film? Okay. Well, then, let's wrap it up. Should we tell people to.
0: Kids' booby with it? (laughs) Question mark.